Welcome back to the Create a Relationship That's Real podcast. Today's episode is going to be really fun and I'm so excited. I got my cup of coffee and I'm just as happy as ever in my honeymoon phase still after celebrating five years of marriage with my hilarious, sweet, best friend and husband, Corey. So not only am I in dreamy vacation mode, but I'm thrilled to announce that he's going to be our very, very first special guest today as we have a conversation and just open up about the realness of marriage, who we are, our struggles during these past five years, and the lessons that we've learned along the way. Because honestly, we all have this idea of what marriage is and we think we know what we're getting ourselves into only to get married and it be completely different than what society paints the picture of marriage to be. So this conversation should be pretty interesting and raw and hopefully help you in certain areas within yourself and in your relationship or singleness even now as we give you some insight into how we do marriage. We're really excited and more than happy to share our thoughts and advice with you. So let's get started. Hi, babe. What's up? What's up? So before you jump into everything, I just want to say I am honored to be your first guest. Um, I do not take it lightly. I am proud of you for taking a step out from what you're comfortable with doing. I'm ready to rock and roll, kind of let it, let go a little bit of secrets um, so that, you know, hopefully the information we give out can help somebody. Yeah, so we're going to start actually on the flip side. So what is the, I guess, the thing that I do that gets on your nerves? What is the pet peeve? Um, gosh. I would have to say... <laughs> Go ahead, call uh, me out. <laughs> I would have to say that sometimes she just doesn't know when to like kind of give you your space. Um, she's very... Uh, her love language isn't really about buying gifts and you know all that extreme stuff that some people go into doing. Yes, she likes surprises and stuff like that. Um, but I kind of noticed throughout our relationship that the gifts didn't mean more than my time. Sometimes, you know, can go a little overboard with the, with, the, with I don't want to say clingy because I feel like it's strong. Mm-mm. That means like you on my hip all day long, like a kid. Yeah. Like, I don't think you're clingy, but I do think you just kind of have bad timing. <laughs> I think that's the best way of saying it. Because sometimes I just be in my zen. I'll be trying to think, trying to clear my head and stuff. And then she comes over, she wants to joke and play and stuff like that, which is not a problem. But in the same token, it's kind of like, bruh. You couldn't see me like two seconds ago when I wasn't doing nothing. So, but you look cute doing something. <laughs> you look cute doing stuff. What about you? Not changing the toilet paper roll um, in the bathroom. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. I literally like don't even be thinking about it <laughs> because I don't use it as much and I probably need to be more considerate, but I literally do not be thinking about it. It just goes right over my head. I go in the restroom, handle my business, wash my hands and go out of the freaking door. Like, so. That's funny. So we're talking about the things that we've learned, experienced, etc. over the last five years of our marriage. Uh, we've been together for 10 years, though. Um, so we've been able to see each other at our best. We've been able to see each other at our worst. We've seen each other in hell. So it's kind of one of the things where it's like, you know, there isn't anything that we don't really know about each other at this point. Um, when you're in a relationship with somebody, protect yourself, guard yourself, but know when to let them in 
that uh, closet of skeletons, as they say. Uh, people have to earn that part of your life because some people are sent not to help. Some people are sent to kind of distract you from what you're trying to do in life or what your purpose is in life. Um, so you have to be very, very attentive and cognizant of your surroundings. Kamisha and I, for example, you know, it was around like our, probably our fourth or fifth year when I started kind of opening up. But people are like, oh my gosh, you guys have been together for so long. But understand that she didn't understand the trauma that I had went through um, verbally and things like that. Some things that I had went through growing up as a kid that made me lock up the way I did, that made me feel like I couldn't open up to yeah. anybody. So, you know, I had to get to a certain point in our relationship. Um, unfortunately, it was a point in our relationship where we were kind of really ready to walk away from each other. It was just one of those things, man, where I had to look myself in the mirror as a man and understand that I didn't have to be so tough all the time, that everybody isn't here to hurt me. And, you know, just listen to what God says. And, you know, that's probably why I was in the same loop I was in for so long. So I think that that's true. A lot of the times where we mess up is we want somebody else to complete us or fix us or fill the void. And you can't make anyone love you the way that you love so your love language look at the uh you know five love languages get yourself familiar with it it is a very usable tool in your relationships i will tell you guys from my experience with these love languages that i had a hard time with it and i think it was more so because i was adapting to it versus you know being reluctant against it or what they say quote unquote bucking the system against it i didn't understand it and it was just like okay well you know you do what you can to try to, you know, keep a person happy. And um, unfortunately, the way that I grew up and stuff like that, it, I was taught, you know, you have to put in the work to get something in return. So that's my thought process is, okay, well, I'll put in the work and, you know, I'll get the love that I want in return. Not understanding the way they love could be different. Loving your partner the way that they need to be loved is, is super, super important, especially if you care about them. Um, so we're going to move on to the next step. Let's talk about men. Men, we have to stop looking at our women as our property and look at them as our partner. I've heard guys say, that's mine or she's mine, you know? And you saying that make it seems like she's a piece of property to your own. Is she your vehicle? Is she your set of keys? Is she the pair of shoes that you put under your bed or in your closet? Like, you know, she's not a piece that you can just pick up and keep going whenever you feel like it. Um, I, I always like to share examples of myself and, uh, honestly it's been the last like three years that my thought process has changed. Um, I felt like because we were having a family, we had gotten married and things like that. And the way that I was taught growing up that I had to be the strongest one in the family, that I had to be the one to make all the decisions, no matter what she had to say in the situation, um, that I had to be the one to control the finances and things like that. And Honestly, it made our marriage hell at first um, because of the fact that I didn't take the time to to really talk to her as a human being. Her feelings mattered. Um, you know, how she goes about her day matters. Um, it's not like she's sitting at home chilling. At the time, we had a newborn and, you know, an autistic three-year-old running around, two-year-old running around. And it was just one of those things where it just was tough. Work life didn't make it easy for me neither. So, you know, we have to start looking at our women as our partners. Our women are just as involved um, with the finances, with keeping the home in check, with making sure the kids is, 
taken care of every single day, um, et cetera. So I, I had to take a step back and apologize to her, number one, for having that thought process. Number two, explain to her where that thought process came from and let her know that it was not an excuse for me to think the way that I thought. And then number three, change my ways. Go about it in a different way. So, you know, I opened up about finances, you know. I, I didn't even tell her how much I made, which was kind of ridiculous, you know, to be in a marriage. And, you know, you don't, your partner don't even know how much you're making, how much you're bringing in. They don't know if you're going through a financial hardship or whatever. I just thank God for that type of revelation. Kind of opening my eyes to, you know, okay, it's either you want this relationship or you don't. I guess as women, we have to not put so much pressure on our man to be perfect. So this whole package perspective where he has to, you know, um, basically not make mistakes. And I know that the Bible says that we have to give each other room for each other's faults, which is something that we don't want to do. We want to be cut off queens. Like if he's not perfect, if he doesn't live up to this certain standard that does probably doesn't even match God's, it, it just doesn't work. It won't, he won't, it won't work. He's trash and we don't want to give it a chance. I know a ton of women who have husbands in the friend zone and it just, it's, just sad to see these little characteristics or traits is what's really holding you back from actually pursuing something with someone because they're not this perfect guy that you expect them to be or you want them to be. Some good advice right there, y'all. Some good advice because she's speaking <laughs> that truth right there, y'all. Um, so moving along uh, to my third point, um, I would say that probably one of the things that you know, kind of stuck out to me um, in our relationship as far as the five things that we've learned during our relationship over, you know, five years of marriage, et cetera, et cetera, um, is to give the woman time to be a woman. What do you mean? So, <laughs> so what, what I mean by that is she isn't on duty 25-8. So, Okay, let's talk about our situation. So I physically leave and I go to work yes. five days a week. Mm-hmm. You know, um, she's here with the kids a lot of the time, all the time, not a lot of the time, all the time. Being at home, especially during the pandemic that we've had the past year, she's actually been a teacher as well. Her salary didn't raise, getting raised. She didn't get paid for doing what she did, etc. It's a lot of early mornings and late nights because, you know, by the time the kids go to bed, you want to try to get some adult time in and relax and do some things that you want to do to be productive because you haven't been able to do it all day long. Right. And, you know, it, it makes things uh, uh, very, very catastrophic in a woman's mind. Um, so, you know, her and I came to an agreement, even though she fights me on it a lot of the time, that, Excuse you know, me? you do fight me on it a lot of the time. and You know it. So I have two days off, essentially, every single week. And one of the days off, she takes a break, and it, like a complete break. And I'm like, hey, you know, go get your nails done. Go get a massage. Go hang out with the girls. Go to the Starbucks and sit down and have some coffee. Um, you know, do something that is going to relax you and get you out of the mind state of being a mother for a few minutes, of being a child caregiver, of being, you know, a teacher for a few minutes. Give them that opportunity, fellas, to just be a woman. Um, I know for me, it's like, okay. When I get paid, you know what? I'm looking at her first. I'm like, all right, I need to send her something. I need to give her something. I need her to go and do something. And if I want her to go and do something on that 
you know, specific day off that we agree on that she's going to go and do something. I need to supply that. Um, so, you know, let allow the woman to take a break, man. Step the heck up. Step up. Be a dad. Be the partner that you're supposed to be. Whatever it is. Um, let her go get a break, man. Let her go do the things she want to do. Pedicure, manicure, some of the stuff that she likes to do. Go shopping a little bit. I mean, you know, go walk around a store. Just go drive. You know, whatever she wants to do. Give her the space to do that so that way she can kind of decompress her brain, her mind from being mother, wife, teacher, praying, warrior, <laughs> you know, preacher, etc. No, why is that though? Why does it, why is it? Has culture just bashed into our heads that one, that women have to be to do essentially do everything and be superwoman and be superwife and be supermom in order to be any kind of quality of a woman? It's just the same thing in reverse, kind of what I was saying about the men being this perfect man, this package. Like, um, I mean, I think I think it's 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 culturally appropriate, appropriated, and um. We're black, so we can speak about the black culture because we grew up in black homes. Um, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, I can speak for myself as a man. You know, um, my dad wasn't really the, the hey, let's go and just hang out type dad. You know, yeah, we would go see like Marvel movies or something like that, yeah. you know, but we never really was like, let's go talk about life. You know, let's go do this. Let's go do that. You know, one-on-one -on -one time, whatever like that. Stuff that, you know, I want to do for my sons um, when they become of age. And, you know, so that way they can understand that their dad is always going to be there for them no matter what happens with them in their lives. Um, so I think it, it, it's it's culturally appropriated. Um, we were always taught growing up, you know, suck it up and deal with it. Um, you got to get it done, you know. And like I said, he wasn't the talker. So you can see that, okay, yeah, he went to work. I will never challenge this man on his work ethic because he goes to work no matter what. But everything else is like, okay, you're missing this. You know, how do I become a man? What do I look at as a man? How do I go about being a man? This stuff matters. And, you know, what's instilled in us as a kid is more than likely what we take on as an adult. Is either we take it on and say we're going to use it as an adult or we're going to refute it and say, I will never, ever do this to my my offspring, my partner, etc. Um, same thing with the women, you know, um, growing up, a lot of women did stay home. You know, it wasn't until we became like young teenagers and stuff like that, that women really, really was in the workforce like that. You know, you had some like my mom worked three jobs when I was a kid. You know, that was working. But I mean, like, CEOs, top dogs in companies and stuff like that, starting their own businesses and stuff like that. We didn't see that until we became, like, teenagers for us. You know, so I think, too, though, it, it, it creates that sense of I don't need a man. I don't need a partner. Yeah. You know, but we can get into that at a different point or whatever like that. But I think everything is culturally appropriated. It's the reason why it's the way it is. Well, yeah. Like, in, in most of the times we grow up and we see these unhealthy um, examples of marriage. And then it gets to a point where you see un unhealthy examples of marriage or people that have been married and didn't make it. And what they're teaching their daughters is how to survive being single, not necessarily how to be with someone. You'll be with someone and you'll have a freaking exit plan. If you're, if you're raised 
to learn how to be super independent and you know how to essentially how to be single but you really want someone it's two totally different sides of the coin i think that it's it's super important to realize that like have i been raised and taught how to be in this healthy relationship and with this healthy love or have i been taught how to basically be independent and do it by myself when deep down inside what i really want is someone to do life with mm-hmm. um okay. The next thing is, is for me is don't forget how to, don't forget to date your partner the same way you did when you got him. It matters taking time to grow your relationship, to, um, spend time, just simply spend time with each other, being each other's presence is more effective than going out and spending a bag on your partner. Yeah. Going out and spending money, et cetera, et cetera, kind of places a value physically monetarily on what your partner you know thinks that you may think of them but i'm telling you spending time with them is um is essential to keeping the love alive for instance as i probably said earlier in the show you know it it was one of those things where back in 2016 2017 we were going through the biggest transition of our lives we had just gotten married uh we had just found out that november that we were pregnant with our next son um, well, October, excuse me, October, that we were pregnant with our next son. And um, that January of 2017, we were moving, you know, to a place that was almost two hours away from our normal home. Um, so it was a big, big change um, because we didn't have time for each other. Um, and the only time that we did have time for each other is when I actually was on vacation, you know, for her birthday or our anniversary or something like that. And that's when we spent time with each other or just a random weekend or something like that, that I might've been off. But other than that, you know, it's just, we never had time, which brought up a lot of fights, brought up a lot of arguments, brought a lot of tension in our relationship. We didn't really, we didn't do anything simple. We weren't able to just sit down and say, let's watch a movie and have some popcorn and sit on the couch. You know, we didn't just get in the car and go to the beach. Cause at that point we were stupid close to the beach where we could just, you know, just go to the beach cause she loves the beach. So, you know, this is one of those things that love your partner the same way. The same way you got them is the same way you got to keep them. It's one of the things that they loved about you because you paid attention to them. And when you pay attention to somebody that unlocks doors. So don't stop dating. Don't stop spending time with each other. Have open communication, man. Have open communication. No matter what happens, no matter what's going on, you don't know what your relationship can survive until you are able to open your mouth and say anything to your partner without your partner being biased. And another thing too is (laughs) he cannot read your mind. That's why it's important to communicate. You cannot sit here and say, and I hear this so much, and I used to say this back in the day, like this was before you though, boo. So so, um, it was like, I shouldn't feel like, oh, well, I shouldn't be telling him what he should already know. And the thing is, he probably does not know. He probably genuinely does not know. And you need to communicate that to him and let him know how you're feeling and what you're thinking and things like that. Because, again, he cannot read your mind. Well, to piggyback off that, too, though, fellas, you can't shut down in a conversation. It is okay to say, hey, I need to walk away to get myself together. So that way you can gather your thoughts. 
but it's not okay to shut down on a conversation just because you don't want to have the conversation. Like I said earlier, I had to look at my wife in a different way because my wife isn't my property. My wife is my wife, my partner in life, my person that's going to unlock everything that we need, fellas, in order to get to where we need to go in our lives. And you know, that's the whole point of marriage, man, is getting that person that's going to help you get to your chosen destiny, to get to your purpose in life. If you're not getting there, you're with the wrong person. But I'm bouncing everywhere. But in the same token, fellas, you can't shut down. Express yourself. If you are unable to express yourself, I know with me, I was unable to express myself without getting mad and without stuttering over my words. Or maybe I'll forget something that I wanted to say. So when I can't discuss things right at that moment, I'll tell her, excuse me, give me a second. Let me get myself together and we can come back and have this conversation. And make sure you had a conversation because she will not forget. I promise you. She ain't going to forget. She's going to come back to you later on when you're in there scratching your butt and playing a video game and ask you a question. And you're going to be hot then, too. So be respectful. Don't shut down the conversation. Have the conversations, fellas. So to get to my final point, get with your partner and figure out some way of meditating or praying. And now you can tell me if I'm wrong, ma'am, um, that you know our relationship is probably the best that it's ever been as far as being well-rounded, really not too many issues. We're not saying that we don't go through things as adults because sometimes we do have little petty fights or whatever like that. And, you know, we kind of get back together later on and be like, that was stupid. But in the same token, <laughs> you know, um, try to find that medium with your partner to where you guys can pray, even if it's for two minutes, if it's five minutes, whatever, a day. Find that time to pray. Find that time to meditate. Maybe work out together. Do some things that's going to help you sink your souls in line with each other. So, that way you can alleviate some tension if there happens to be some tension or, you know, um, some possible things that could come up later on. Um, just just take some time to meditate and pray. It got to a point where it was like, we have to stop fighting each other and fight the real enemy. That right there in itself was the thing that was like, okay, so I'm going to have to do my fighting. I'm going to have to do... Um, things a little bit differently in order to elevate. And I think that's one of the things that people really don't talk about is because, especially when it comes to marriage, because they think that marriage is the goal. I think, again, people have this image of what marriage is like until they get married. You know, it, it's just one of those things where you need to see everything about a person that you can see before you can say, I do. Um, you know, we went through some things in 2016 that I, you know, personally, you know, hid from her. And it was because I was more so embarrassed to say this is what I was going through or this is what I was dealing with or this is why I'm handling things the way that I was handling it. It was embarrassment. It was embarrassment. It was uh, uh, the fear of being shunned away. Um, and honestly, it was the absolute fear of confronting what I had been dealing with all my life. And um, am I perfect? No, because every day we all need to, to pray and repent and try to get our lives back in line so that way we can walk the right path in life. Things kind of started to change by year three, year four, um, you know, because I made it up in my mind that this is what I wanted, even though I knew this is what I had wanted back in 2015 when I proposed. I knew it was what I wanted, but I had to make my mind up in my soul to say this is what I want. And if it's something that I want, I'm willing to do anything to make sure that I keep what makes me happy, what makes her happy, what keeps our family together, etc. Get to know a person in their most comfortable element, y'all. Please, 
Please, please. Because people have agendas. Oh, my God. They got agendas, boy. People have agendas. They want one thing. They want two things. They, you know, and not necessarily want you, but what you have. So it's important to have discernment. Again, hon, I appreciate you. Um, Happy five years of marriage again. Um, Looking forward to a lifetime with you. And looking forward to us making more memories, y'all. We got so many damn pictures and and videos and stuff like that of us probably acting a fool. She done snuck on how many pictures and videos of me without me knowing. I do it um, on the date. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, now that we have our sons, you know, it's kind of fun, even more fun now. Challenging but fun at the same time. And uh, right now, it took a took a little bit of, a little bit of a sabbatical from work, so I'm at home kind of helping out trying to make sure that she stays level-headed and you know she isn't overwhelmed i hope i'm doing a good job for you so far you are so you are (laughs) um but i i'm honored i appreciate you asking me to be on your show i can't wait for everything to drop and everybody can you know let me let me put it this way stop what you're doing take a second become a official listener become an official listen i'm telling you she's going somewhere i'm not just saying it because she's my wife my partner my friend my best friend etc like i'm telling you she's going to take you to places that you never thought she could before if you just listen if you listen and you apply the the tools and things that she gives you i promise you she's going to take you to heights that you've never seen before so hun i love you i love you too and thank you And that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And I want to give a very special thanks to my husband, Corey, for making today's episode possible. If anything we discussed today resonates with you in some way, be sure to share your feedback and keep the conversation going by visiting my website at www.kamisha.co. That's C-A-M-I-S-H-A dot C-O. You can also find me on all social media platforms at kamisha.co. So just slide into my DMs and send me a message. Let me know the topic that you'd like for me to explore a little bit more, what you want to hear, and if you would like for Corey and I to do more episodes like this one. Please don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with a friend. Thanks so much for listening and until next time love, we'll chat soon. Peace.